Rise and Thrive, Episode 15. Good morning and welcome to Rise and Thrive, where we help service professionals, entrepreneurs, and small business owners maximize your time, eliminate excess, and intentionally create a life and a business of balance and purpose. I'm your host, Barbara Janey. Thank you for tuning in. Hello and good morning. I hope you are having a fantastic day. Excuse me. I'm a little bit under the weather. So, excuse me. Let me take a sip of water. Hang on a second. Okay, I'm back. (laughs) So I hope you're having a wonderful morning. Today's episode is all about staying motivated when you just don't have the energy. How many of you, by a show of hands, have ever felt that way? Like you, you hear that alarm and you just don't want to get up. You're lacking the energy to move. You are in a funk. Your personal care just isn't there. You just stopped caring. You, you aren't following up on business leads these sort of things. You're just dragging your feet and you just feel like you mentally can't deal with it. How many of you have felt this way? Maybe recently or maybe right now. (laughs) This is a common, this is a common complaint among entrepreneurs, among especially female entrepreneurs. And not that the guys don't feel this way, but With women, I think that, and we've talked about this before, that we are the default person that all of the operations of the household falls to and the raising of the children falls to. Uh, Still, to this day, we've come a long way from where we were, say, in the 70s and 80s, but we still have a way to go here with this work-life balance thing, or as I like to call it, work-life wellness we still, women, are the default person who picks up the dry cleaning, who does the grocery shopping, who is thinking about what to make for dinner, who is making sure the kids get to their after-school activities. They are supervising homework. Um, You're making sure that there are paper towels and toilet paper and toothpaste and shampoo and uh, mom, where's my fill-in-the-blank, whatever it is. Okay, this is this is just a part of the way that it is. And I think that what happens is when you're a mom and whether you're working a traditional nine to five or trying to build a business or trying to do both because you're trying to transition out of a traditional uh, nine to five job. So you do have more time with kids and family and to make sure that there is toilet paper and toothpaste (laughs) and food in the refrigerator and et cetera you're you're trying to fit all of these responsibilities into a finite period of time. I mean, we have 24 hours in a day, but you have to sleep at some point, right? So we're not doing things 24 hours a day. So we don't really have 24 hours. We might have eight hours. We might have 10 hours. Some of us really push the envelope 
to like 14 or 15 hours, and then we're slacking on sleep. So this is something I want to talk about today because when I hear entrepreneurs, women verbalizing that they're in a funk and they don't want to take care of themselves and they just can't make another um, sales call or they can't reach out to another person or they're stuck with their business and they, they can't overcome these blocks. They just want to lay down. They just want wine. Okay. This is a, a signal that I want you to pay attention to. Okay. This is a symptom of burnout. And this is something that I work with clients on is the burnout prevention and the burnout recovery, because this is a real thing. And it's a huge, huge problem, especially among women. Okay. And I do speak about this from experience. Uh, my own experience with this uh, was, was very life-changing and it was a rude awakening for me because it actually started to impact not just my relationships and my effectiveness in the business I was trying to grow, but it also impacted my, my physical health. Um, I wound up with extremely high blood sugar, uh, symptoms that were affecting my heartbeat. I, I didn't have a heart attack, but I was definitely having some palpitations, um, anxiety, and to the point where it actually affected <laughs> of all things, my teeth. Um, my teeth actually moved apart because I was malnourished. I was overweight, but malnourished, and I was not taking care of myself. And if I had paid attention to these symptoms, this lack of motivation back when that started, it probably wouldn't have escalated into the physical health problems that I experienced. So I do want to talk with you about that today a little bit. Um, if you're experiencing this, if you're getting um, sarcastic with people, you're getting short-tempered and critical and cynical, uh, these are other symptoms of burnout. I'm actually going to read off a few here. Hang on, I, I wrote down here because these are common symptoms that I hear so much when working with women on their, their wellness uh, trouble getting going in the morning. That's a real common one. You roll over, you hit that snooze button 10 times. <laughs> you don't want to get up. When you get up, you don't want to go into your office. You don't want to deal with anyone. You just kind of want to, want to drop out of, of life for a little bit. Uh, you're irritable with your family, with your friends, with business connections, or worse with clients. You're short on patience. You don't want to serve them. You don't want to answer them. You don't want to talk to them. So you send a text, uh, and it's a very angry text. Uh, again, I've done this, so I understand. You're impatient. You're unfocused. Uh, you feel like you have no energy. You feel like you can't get anything done, even though you are working hard and long and just no forward motion. You're not seeing any any forward motion at all. And then it comes to that point where you become disillusioned and you start questioning why you even started a business in the first place. And should you just quit? Should you go back to a nine to five job? What, you know, what, what should you do? You, you get in that, in that frame of mind where that self doubt now has, has started to come in. And that is, you know, you're, you're questioning your, all the time you're putting into this, you're questioning your abilities, 
You're questioning your goals. You're questioning your potential. Can you even do this? What were you thinking? You get that, as they call it, imposter syndrome. I'm just a big phony. Okay. Is any of this sounding familiar? And then the physical starts, which is the unexplained headaches, stomach aches, uh, nightmares, anxiety, dreams, um, bad dreams, uh, insomnia, um, clutter. Clutter shows up in your in your physical space, not just on your desk, but in your whole house, in your laundry, behind closets, uh, in your friendships, in your time, in your schedule. Okay, so these are just some of the symptoms, and you can trace it all back to burnout. And what burnout is, is that inability to be able to move forward. You're overwhelmed. If I could think of just one simple word that would capture what burnout is, it's, it's an overwhelm. It's a complete and utter overwhelm, and you don't know how to move forward. So today I'm going to run down three of the main causes of burnout and three just quick solutions. Obviously, burnout is a bigger problem than what we can solve in a 20-minute podcast, but the symptoms are very real. And if you're experiencing them, I'm going to urge you to take them seriously, uh, whether or not you've come to the point of you know, migraines and uh, can't sleep and uh, physical ailments or not, it is a very real thing and is to be taken seriously. I know, you know, some people roll their eyes at, oh, job burnout, you know, you only, you only do ABCD, what's there to be burnout about? But the truth is, is nobody, nobody's walking in your shoes. Nobody's living your life. Nobody is experiencing exactly what you are. So please, please, I'm going to urge you to just take the, the symptoms and the signs seriously and make sure that you intervene in some way or another before they get out of control and you have to go seek medical attention for it or uh, go on sabbatical or whatever it is that you need to do. Okay. So the first main cause of burnout is unclear expectations and unclear boundaries. So a lot of us have trouble with that, with setting those boundaries uh, we expect ourselves to do it all, <clears throat> everything. You wear many, many hats. You're a mom. Maybe you're married or maybe you're a single parent. You have maybe a part-time job or a full-time job. And then you are the entrepreneur person. And then you are involved in your community. As an entrepreneur, you're, you're wearing the hats of marketer, sales, troubleshooter, administration, Yay etc etc so you are wearing all of these different different hats and <clears throat> sometimes it's extremely difficult to keep everything in its in its boundaries okay so what i'm saying is the solution here is to step back and take a good wide angle look at what your life looks like right now you need to start setting reasonable expectations and you need to start setting boundaries. You need to start saying no. You are not a bad person if you say no. You are taking care of yourself. You have to set those boundaries or you will just get used up and start to feel this overwhelm and this burnout. Okay. So by reasonable expectations, what I mean 
is you look at your schedule, you look at how many hours you have to work with, and then you break that down by what needs to get done. And by that, I mean not everything that you want to do, but those important things, the things that matter most to you, your self-care, your family care. Obviously, your work is important. Uh, but what about your kids? If you have young kids or young adults at home, you, they still need care. They still need attention. They still need guidance. So what are those things that are necessary? And what are those things that are not necessary? What is the excess? You have to identify this. Uh, for example, do you really need to volunteer on five different committees? Probably not. But pick the one or two that you like most. And right now, if your time doesn't allow it, don't do any volunteer work, okay? Volunteer work makes us feel fantastic about being able to contribute to the community in a unique way, but you need to be sensible about how much time you put into volunteering because that does take up energy and it takes energy away from something else that you have to do, okay? So you can have it all, you just can't have it all at once, okay? So keep that in mind uh, about setting boundaries and keeping your expectations of yourself reasonable, okay? The second big cause of burnout is a social support, or should I say lack of social support, okay? That isolation that you might feel because nobody really understands what you're trying to accomplish. I mean, I went through this with my husband where I felt overwhelmed uh, with my last business that I, I closed. I had a uh, home services business, housekeeping, organizing, um, keyholder services, that sort of thing. And I was in the process of trying to find and hire staff because I was growing faster than I could get my, 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 my head around, which is a good thing, but it's a bad thing too, because I couldn't hire fast enough. And I wound up providing all the services and running the business and training. And one night I just remember completely melting down and trying to explain to my husband why some other things that needed to get done weren't. And I just remember him looking at me like he wanted to try and understand what I was talking about, but he had really had no idea. And uh, that was one of my one of my epiphany moments. And um, there's actually a book written about this uh, that I have. Well, I'm sure there's lots of books, but the one that that I have that I really love is written by a man named James Chan, and he was actually a personal friend of my mother-in-law's. And the name of the book is called Spare Room Tycoon succeeding independently. And the subtitle is The 70 Lessons of Sane Self-Employment. And James talks a lot about that, about um, being isolated and feeling like you're just working all on your own. Uh, this is an older book, probably late 1990s or early 2000s. I, I don't know the exact uh, published date, but I, I love the way that he writes the book. Um, he had an export business and um, he explains it very succinctly, what someone who is self-employed goes through in that area of, of social isolation. Um, and although we really want 
our families and our friends to support us. I see this a lot on um, social networking, uh, women saying that, you know, why can't my, my friends just share a post and why can't my family be more supportive and why don't they take me seriously? And I'm just going to tell you right here, we're going to rip the bandaid off. They don't get it. So although we want them to support us, they're probably not going to until they really start to understand and see what you're doing. And you can't expect that of them because they're just in a different place than where you are. Um, so you got to release some of that. Okay. Um, the solution is for you to find a community of like-minded people, whether that means a local business networking group, a local mom's group, uh, an online uh, community where you can find other women who either are in the line of work you are in or just an entrepreneurial group. Uh, I'm in a phenomenal group. It's called the Tribe of Unstoppables. And um, my coach and mentor, Kelly Roach, uh, runs that group. And it is by far the most supportive community of, of people that I've come across online. And when I found that group, I started to really understand not just what my potential was, but that I have to stop putting that responsibility on my friends and family to be supportive of me. Okay. And it's okay if they, they don't support and don't get what I'm doing. It's perfectly fine. And I will survive and I will manage and I will still continue to work um, with my other group that I, I pay attention to, my, my entrepreneurial group. Um, so I'm hoping that you will be able to do that as well, is really seek out a group of like-minded people to support you. Because you do need support. We don't create businesses alone. We're not an island. We, we This doesn't happen in a vacuum. You need people who are ahead of you, who are more successful than you, who will be able to kind of point you and connect the dots from where you are to where you want to be. And you really do need to do this. So I want you to make a commitment to yourself to do that. Uh, in fact, when you're done listening to this podcast, I want you to go online and search for either other podcasts or an online community where you can interact with other like-minded entrepreneurs. And the third thing, the third big cause of burnout is the work-life imbalance. And a lot of people don't like the term work-life balance because they feel that it doesn't exist. Uh, I like to look at it more as work-life wellness because your, your work life and your personal life are not separate. They're all part of who you are. So work and life are all part of a, of a whole, if, if that's making sense to you. And sometimes what's going to happen is it's, it's going to go off balance, okay? But it's going to go back into balance, okay? The, the imbalance occurs when you have too much of one activity, not enough of another, and then you start to feel stressed and anxious and guilty and regretful that you're not paying attention to the things you should be. This is part of life, okay? And part of how you address that, part of the solution is again, it goes back to eliminating those things that you don't need to do. You don't need to engage in toxic interactions with people you know or people you don't know, online or offline. You just don't need to do that. You don't need to be right all the time. You can walk away and say to the person, you know what, I will take that into consideration. Thank you for the insight. And you can walk away. 
You don't have to stand there and argue with people. Arguing is a waste of time. It really, really is. Talking with people, conversing with people, getting different um, different opinions and different insights and different perspectives, not a waste of time. Arguing, yes, absolutely waste of time. Getting uh, too involved in other people's problems. If you have that, that friend that you love, you grew up with her, you've known her since high school, but they just seem to not be able to get themselves out of, of a, a, a rut and out of all the, the chaos and trouble in their life, and you really want to help them, the best thing that you can do, and I want you to really listen to what I'm going to say, the best thing that you can do for that person is to let them make their own choices let them learn from their mistakes, and for you to develop yourself into the best possible version of yourself that you can be, and to lead that other person by example. And by far, this is the best thing that you can do to help someone else, because you cannot help someone else unless you first help yourself and get yourself to the point where you feel like you can really have something to offer somebody, something of value, okay? So again, the, these all kind of tie in with setting boundaries, setting reasonable expectations of yourself, uh, finding the right social support so you don't feel isolated, and eliminating what you don't need. There's, there's things you don't need and things you do need. I want you to really, really take a good, good look at what you're working with right now, what you're working on. Maybe you're trying to transition out of a, a job and into a um, self-employment situation. Maybe you're trying to build a business. You're trying to raise a family. You're trying to take care of aging parents. I want you to look and write down everything that is a priority to you, everything that is important to you, what matters most, okay? And those are the things that you're going to put ahead of everything else. Okay. And put yourself on there too, because you are the, the main denominator. You're the main thing that is holding all that together. Aren't you? You're the glue. So if you break down and you get sick and you get demotivated and you can't make those calls and build your business up, then everything just kind of falls apart. It's a domino effect. Okay. You're the first domino. You are the first thing, the first person that you need to think of and take care of. Okay. So I gave you a lot to think about today. I hope that you're able to write it all down, look at it and be able to set those boundaries. If you need some help with this, please search our group online. It's a wonderful community that we are just getting started. It's called Simplify to Thrive time maximizer method. And what I do, it's actually a five-day live course that I will be teaching starting Monday, January 27th. And it's a way for you to be able to see where your time is being pulled away from those important things and how you can reclaim that and repurpose it to build an incredible life, an incredible business, and support your work life wellness in the best way possible. So thanks for joining us and we will see you next time.
So I hope you have enjoyed today's show and that you're able to take these tips right away, apply them so that you can intentionally create a life of balance and purpose. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time.